<laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those assholes. <laughs> Wasted a fucking hour of my life. Never get back. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. All right. See you later. I'm off to go act out some shit on a stage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, we're back. We are. It's been a couple weeks. It has. Um, well, we took two weeks off in a row. Two weeks but off. But we had all those episodes banked. Right, yeah. So it's like, um, see, this is so seamless. So this is too. seamless, and except those last two <laughs> were... Um, are we live? Yeah. Oh, on. no. Um, hold on. Okay. Let's... Uh, we'll start over for the for yeah, the Facebook. For the Facebook people. Yeah. But for those of you who are listening... You're, we're still in with you. We're just going to do it again yeah. for them. In three, two, one. And, hey. and wave. Hello. Hey, we're back. <laughs> We've been All back right. this whole time. Yeah. We haven't even been gone. That's yeah. been the, the exciting part about yeah. uh, banking episodes. Well, now we're not ahead, though, right? No, we are top back we're up. officially top back up. Uh, whenever, like... Derek or I or Outstick, I always, um, I don't think I have been yet because I have the, I'm, I have the fortitude of the Right. But I, I have the fortitude of the baby. <laughs> Derek's been sick a couple times, so I always want to be like, and Derek had the stuffles. Yeah, so there was like that first, so that first week that I was out, I would have been horrible on the show. I was, I called it sick. Basically, it's like my idea is if I call it sick for work, I probably shouldn't do it. Right, but then also, oh hey, I'm calling in sick to work, but you can catch me live tonight right. on Facebook. <laughs> right, uh, but I was also coughing up a storm, and it was pretty miserable. Yeah, it was pretty horrible. I had a, so I found out it was a horrible sinus infection. It was in. Oh, I hate it those. Was miserable. And then last week, I had comedy. Right, at right. Brock's. So yeah, that, so that was we finally got a and show we do that. That was together at Brock's. Finally. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say this for Brock's, though. It is a great venue for it. Is it? It's Everyone there listened. Nice. It, was, it was a full house. It was packed. Now, where is Brock's exactly? I'm Do you not... know where Town Square is downtown, like where the locker room oh, is? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's like in that bar behind Brava's. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was a good spot for it. Yeah. The management's awesome down there right now. I don't know what who's uh, his name is Chris. Shout out to Chris if you listen to the show, bud. Hey Chris. He's a boy, he he put it together a good show. Do a good though. show. And uh it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, there was four of us. Yes. Oh, five counting the the MC, the MC Mark Bone. Uh, who was a good MC. You the listener will hear th- Three. You'll hear three. <laughs> anyway, hear go three on. three and some of Mark Bone. <laughs> um, we are going to put those on on uh, uh, the website, though, uh, because we want people to hear. It's a lo- it's, it was a lot of fun. I did something. I, I'll tell you what I did. I'll, I'll tell you the magic that I did on, on stage, but I first want to talk about the whole night overall. Yeah. It, it was a good night because there was a lot of people there. And Which, before so I promising. edit... I'm going to listen to the entire show in its entirety. Oh, good. Because I think... Oh, yeah, no, you should get a whole feel for... Yeah, I want to get a feel without having to... Without listening to the same parts over and over again. Right, that way yeah. I'll actually be able to kind of piece it together yeah, exactly. faster, too. Well, and actually, if you sat... That's another thing, too, is if you sat there with a notebook and pen, you could be like, 
you could write down the time of when you right then you the don't cuts. even have to listen to a, a million times you just go make the cuts that's how i would do it probably but yeah it's each their own uh <laughs> uh the show overall got, i mean great great crowd they were all there ready to laugh um so mark bone was the uh mc he's a local radio uh shock shock jock around here um he did kind of his radio thing uh basically he had a tablet and he read sto- uh news stories and then just quipped about him uh-huh. and then introduced us he he ran it like like he would run his radio show which uh he played to his strengths and it worked well well yeah people laughed um people more more importantly people were just engaged so that's good they were listening to him he'd He'd chime into that, chime out to them. They chime back a little bit. It was, it was good. It was he, he was, he'd really good at preparing people to, to laugh. I also want to point out that uh, I didn't know we were going to have an MC, so this was kind of like a little uh, cherry on top. It was kind of a little delight actually, because it was like, oh, we have an MC tonight. That's awesome. Like, Which just kind of adds a little bit of uh, a little bit makes it feel a little more official absolutely yeah it was like oh we have an mc awesome it's a radio host cool this is great um yeah. you should have called him mark bonafide well he, he was MC. He, he was a bonafide mc for yeah sure. exactly uh he so he did great um so there was a one guy that started the show i think his name is orion or something i have never met him um actually i might have met him like once he seems like a nice guy um but he got up there and uh, basically at the very beginning, and you'll hear it when you listen to it, when you listen to it only. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so it won't when be of I listen to when you were the, When you listen to it yourself, <laughs> only you, no one else. Yeah. Uh, he goes, I think, I think, I think what happened was he's like, I want to do a comedy show. And then was like, they said yes. And then didn't prepare for it and was like before he got up there was like kind of like oh shit so he gets up and the first thing he says is like uh i you know i, I it would give me anxiety to pre- to pre- to present for you so i i'm gonna tell you some bar stories what what so he stood up there with his with his beer with his drink in his hand and he had the microphone in the microphone stand. He didn't take it out of the stand, which is actually uh, you. In order to be a comedian, I feel like you really need to know what you're doing to leave the microphone in the stand. Because yeah. you got to be able, you got to know when, how far. That's like a that. Uh, that's that, your microphone. Your only prop. prop. Your, your microphone's your prop. Yeah. Unless you're carrot top, and then you have several <laughs> you more, have several other props in a, props, in a trunk, and probably a headset, <laughs> and probably a headset. He's yeah. not using a mic, but he's uh, he's leaving it in the <laughs> in the stand. He's got his beer, and he's standing back. Probably, uh, I mean, probably, probably six inches away from the mic. Maybe, yeah. I mean, you, you couldn't hear him hardly and i mean i don't know what to do in a situation like that i know he's new if we if he would have met with us even a little bit or messaged us or something maybe i would have given him like a 101 which is all i'm equipped to teach for comedy is like comedy 101 but i would have said hey 
you want to make sure you work the mic. When you get too loud, you get further away. Yeah. When you and then are you quiet. Could like, also, my co-host chewed gum on an episode right. of our podcast. Right. Lose which the was, gum. Yeah, just don't chew gum. Just, so, I mean, I know you're not chewing gum. But don't do it. But don't but do it. I'm saying. So, so you know what I'm saying, though, where I was like, <laughs> right. I, would, I would have given at least a couple pointers of like, hey, like, jokes aside, at least, at least they'll hear you. So they really didn't hear him. Um, I don't think in the back, especially, but I know that I was sitting up front and I could barely hear him. Yeah. But I could hear him. Enough. Enough. Yeah. And what he proceeded to do was actually tell bar stories. He told stories from the bar. Like personal like, bar like stories? Like drinking stories. Yeah. Like his, him and his buddies with drinking stories. How does that even work? Well, here's the thing. Do you know like when you go... When you tell a bar story with your drinking buddies, that's one that's thing. That's funny. That because, can be funny. Yeah, you guys are like... Other people are there. You're finishing each other's sentences. Right. You're remembering together. Right. But when you're telling bar stories about people we don't know, we don't know any of right. these people. Yeah. And gauging from him, I don't know that we want to know. Him. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't want to speak too poorly about the person himself. It was his first time doing it. I know how hard it is. Um, about how old is thing. this guy? Oh, uh, young, mid, mid to young 20s. Okay. Uh, 20, 24, 25 maybe. Um, here's the thing is you remember our first time. And our first time uh, was not good. Yeah. Uh but what did we have at least? Uh I mean Nathan read his from a script. I had uh I had note cards. I brought note cards up with me. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And I think you you didn't have note cards on you, but I think you had note cards with you. I, I had that you looked at before you went out. Up. Yeah. Well and I, I we we tried listening back to one hundred yeah, that's um, painful. And I stopped. <laughs> I um, made it through, at the point but... <laughs> where I made a a joke about boy pussy. I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, and which was like in the first 15 seconds uh-huh. after I did my Kevin Federline impression, <laughs> which is still, which is probably the it's the funniest part, the, the, the best Fettel. part of that episode Frank, or of Frank, Frank, that Frank Kevin that Fettel. set. Um, I because as soon as I actually went into my real jokes, right? You didn't after like introducing myself, right? As Frank, first as Frank Federline introducing myself, I, how I thought this was going to to fly. <laughs> I'd like to welcome my first guest, Lord <laughs> Falk. Here he is. Hi guys. Right. <laughs> oh, what a train wreck that whole night was. Yeah. Um, okay, so. But he but he went a different direction. Instead, he decided to go up there and and I'll say this: it's like go with what you know, and that's like a writing tool, right? It's like writing right. one. Go with what you know. He went with what he knew. I would say if if you do have funny bar stories, sit down and try to flesh them out a bit and find the parts that work and that are funny. Um, part of the other problem was is he had like four bar stories. And so a segue into each one was like, uh, what's another bar story I could tell you? <laughs> like, oh, come on, man. Oh, there was this time. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 
you, you, I've heard bar stories at, at a stand-up act. You know, I've heard it. Done. Well, there's well-known it, comics that yeah. do tell stories right. in their act. So, a lot of them it, are well-known comics. Well, that, yeah. So the we audience is hear. already kind of like, I want to know about exactly like so this. So it was hard for people to get into it. I'm still going to give them major props for getting up there and doing it because that's super hard to do. It's, totally. Uh, it's definitely something where it's like, I think I could do this. My friends think I'm pretty funny. And then you get up and do it. And it's, it's harder than what you think. Uh, from what you know, and a lot of sort of, especially up and starting up comedians, um, 10 minutes can feel like an eternity. Oh yeah. They tell you, you got 10 minutes and you go and, and initially you're like, Oh, 10 minutes. That's fine. And then you get up there and you've blown your wad after three minutes. Now he didn't do that cause he didn't have a punchline, but I remember my first few times doing a, doing standup, uh, they'd give us five minutes. We get five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. I'd get up there and after three minutes realize I've told all my jokes. I mean, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't, flesh anything out i didn't uh i didn't quip on anything i didn't uh try to you know work it out in front of them which is like what you're supposed to do so you tell a joke and then you add more to it based on what you're reading from a crowd i hadn't done any crowd work though so it's like right yeah because you're not you that first time you're up there you're just like i gotta get through these before i forget them right and so and then you any kind of like right you think any any amount of stepping away from it right i'm not going to be able to go back to it now there's some good to that though right you get five minutes you blow your wad in two minutes you realize you have three minutes left well rather than quitting and being like well that was all my jokes (laughs) you go now you gotta start now you gotta start being funny yeah now you gotta start now you gotta start thinking this stuff uh and that's when you start thinking about stuff from your day or your job or something that is funny and then you're like, oh, people related to this more. And I found that over time, and that's actually why I quit writing jokes. I used to write jokes. I used to sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and write jokes. Yeah. And I found that I would write a joke, and then I'd get up there, and th- that joke would get a couple laughs. I'll give you an example of what you're talking about. From Right. It's like when I am in here, and I have my thought on my elliptical as I'm over there exercising, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, I know. I'll tell this at the podcast. Right. And then I come in and I make my little water joke uh-huh. about the the yellow labels on the bottle. Oh, yeah. And it, it wasn't that it fell flat, but it didn't come out of my mouth. Well, the way you heard. The way the I way worked it. it out in my head right. on the elliptical. And so it's almost beneficial just to kind of yeah fall onto that stuff organically rather than is, trying yeah. to... It totally is. But the thing is, is it takes... I mean, yeah, have an outline if you do have jokes you want to right. tell. Well, and that's... So that's what I... Uh, so is that... Okay, so that... So he ended his set and, you know, I it didn't get... You know, it didn't really get much. You know, then he got up there and luckily we had an MC. So Mark Bone went up there and kind of brought him back. Brought him back into it. <laughs> and then the second act was Dusty. Yeah. Dusty Katzenberger, who is, by the way, when you listen to it, I did notice he's super loud in the mic, and I don't know if there's any way to fix it on your end. I can but it's check definitely it out and see if there's of, a way to level it out. Yeah, it's definitely, it's just very peaked out. It was nothing against Dusty. It's just like, 
you can just tell he was very he's much louder than us. Yeah. Dusty was I will say he was on point though. I've done comedy with Dusty before for for years and this is actually the best set he's ever done. It it's it's good. Nice. He had a magic joke, a magic trick at the end. And and uh, you know, and you're like how's this going to go? He's like I I bring cards with me. I play and he kind of advertises he does game nights at Brock's on Thursdays. Uh-huh. So they play like People bring board games. They'll play D anD. d He's a dungeon master. He could, so he's like, I always carry a deck of cards with me. I, I'm not going to deliver the same way as him. Because his is like much better. He's like, I carry a deck of cards with me. And then he advertises services. I do game night down here every Thursday night. So cool. Do, you know, plug, plug, plug. Then he goes. Uh, he goes. Let me get a volunteer from the audience. He gets somebody up there, and uh, they uh, they draw a card. He does a thing. And he goes, is this your card? And before they could say anything, he's like, all right, thanks, everybody. <laughs> it was really good. He had some, he had some Trump jokes. Uh, so he was, I'd say he was the political humor for the night. He had some political humor. How did the Trump jokes go over? You know, uh, I guess there was a table in the back that was like, got huffy and maybe left. Really? Yeah. But for the Babies. most part, they went over well. I thought they actually went over well. I was I wondered about it, um, just because of the area we live in. Just the area, yeah. Yeah, uh, they actually went over well. It was it wasn't bad. Um, so he gets done with his set. Good stuff. I mean, just gold, pure gold, best dusty I've seen. Um, so then the what happens in between him? So Mark Bone goes back up there, and a man proposes to his wife at this show. Oh yeah, At, on stage, proposes to her. Interrupts or was it part or, of the plan? It was part of it, I guess. Okay. So he proposes to his girlfriend. She says yes, um, and of course, Zach Swan, my co-host on sports program, plug plug plug, gets material. He well, he he's next. Yeah, he's like, holy shit, I'm following a proposal. You know? Yeah. So he gets up there, and actually, Zach Zach was the highlight of the night. He absolutely crushed it his first set it's so good i can't wait for you guys to hear it we will put that up it's so good his his jokes were on point i would describe him so dusty was like the political humor for the night zach was like the everyman's comedy like if you go watch like if you were to watch like aziz ansari you're like anyone can laugh at this that was zach's set nice really funny everyman's comedy really well done i couldn't believe it's his first time just killed it. He's got a natural ability anyways. Uh, just good stuff in general. Nice. Um, really good. Uh, I, I, I'm Honestly, I'm, I'm not surprised because I knew he would do good. Right. He was one of the ones that he was, he was kind of nervous about his first time doing it. Because uh, why wouldn't you be? So he prepared a lot. Whereas the first guy didn't prepare at all. Zach prepared a ton. I mean, I went over, I, he came over to my house that same week. We went over stuff. Well, and you had gone over it even before but yeah, because you had to cancel it or your show right, got canceled yeah. that time. Right. So we had bounced stuff off before. He did it again. He went. He ended up going 15 minutes. He didn't think he was going to get 10, but he had enough stuff and enough uh, natural ability to keep quipping, keep going, ad-libbing. Uh, went on for the whole 15 minutes. It was fantastic. He actually even scrapped three jokes. He could have went 20 probably. That's nice. You really know, good. and that my biggest apprehension, 
I well, I mean, I have several, but one of my biggest ones for doing something locally, which I give you like total yeah, it's props hard. for. It's is, not fun. There's just so like uh, what I mean. I don't know that many people, but there's still a chance that I'm going to know people in the audience yeah. and they're also going to know that I'm probably local. And so I also, I, I have that, it's that little feeling in my head where I'm like, these people are going to think this, who's this local guy that thinks he can just, right. You know, I always tell people, I try, I tell people today cause they're like, Oh, you did comedy last week. I heard, I heard it was really good. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. And they're like, well, we'd love to come watch it. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's cool. Cause they're from work. You know, I'm like, that's really cool. But I want to let you know, like, Derek out on the stage is not the same Derek right now. Yeah. Like, like I don't mind people from work coming to watch what we're doing, but like, I, I always, I'm always just like, you guys got to know, like we, I'm not the same up there. You cannot judge me. Yeah, for... you, you a cannot judge me. You B shouldn't judge me and C, I don't want you to hear what I'm saying up here and think that I, it reflects who I am or what what I'm or doing. An opinion, or an opinion yeah. you have about something. Right. Like, I'm saying something to be funny. Yeah. That's a lot it. of times you'll say a person telling jokes will say something to sound. Yeah. It, it's the shock value thing. And that's exactly, like, yeah. you know, we we went away from a lot of that with, 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 this, show. with this show coming right. back. But you're still going to use it. We're a little more serious, but we're going to have... I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, we're not going to sit up here and drop obligatory F-bombs. And I didn't do do a ton of shock value stuff, too. It was just... It was enough. Right. So, Zach... So, Mark got up there again, introduced me. I I was supposed to go 15 minutes. Um, I'll say this. My... So, I set set an alarm on my watch to go off at 13 minutes so that Uh I could wrap it up and be done in two more. Um, That lets you set alarms? Yeah. Yeah, just uh, it, it just it just buzzes. Oh, nice. Uh, so it, so it buzzed at thirteen, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep going" because I still had the crowd. I was fine. I did something completely different that I've never done before. I'm so excited about this. I've been so excited to tell you about. I this. can't wait to listen to this. I might. So, we might just end at thirty minutes and be. So, <laughs> so first off, that night, uh, so the wedding. So Zach didn't say anything about the wedding, the proposal. Oh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't seize that no, opportunity. I don't, think, I don't think so. No, I don't remember it. Uh, I I did. I, <laughs> so I, I first I started the show. I started off with saying like, "Hey, make sure you check out our." I was started to promote our our, our radio show, uh, the the sports program because Zach and I are both on. I'm like, "Hey, I host I host a show with the last comedian. If you think he's funny, you should." So I'm, so in my head, I'm thinking like. You should come check out our show on KLCZ 88.9, you know, and I'm going to do that whole spiel. But then I start thinking like, so I instantly start, I'm like, I'm like, you guys proposed on a night where I'm promoting like a shitty college radio station. Like you (laughs) sealed you and tied your fates together on the same night that I'm going to selfless, selfishly plug my garbage college radio show. (laughs) And I, I went on. I'll say this: I've re-listened to it, and I, uh, uh, I, I went on too long with it. I, I'm, I'm my own worst critic. You listen to it, you let me know what you think. I think I went, to, I roasted him a little bit too long. Uh, I wasn't being mean, and they were. Uh, by the way, if you listen to it and you think that they're like crying or some point, they're both laughing. They both. I wouldn't have went on, kept going if they were like upset about it. But I right. kept. They were laughing. They were good sports, and I was just joking around with them. They were cool. I'm sure they're getting married and they'll be happy and whatever. Maybe I, I, I don't know. 
They propose the same night I promote them. They'll probably get divorced someday, too. They'll probably get divorced. Someday. And the one cause of uh, divorce is wedding, uh, marriages. So, so, uh, so I do that. So then I, so finally I start my set. I mean, I went on way too long with that. And actually, I even started, I'm like, oh, I did this too long. I'm thinking out like live. I'm like, oh, I did this too long. Like, I, cause I, I don't get to do my joke. Cause I've been, I've been waiting to do this. So, I told the crowd that I thought it was a workshop and I thought I was there to help them workshop a joke. Like, uh, like not a good joke. Uh, like a joke you can tell at work. Like you can tell jokes at comedy, but you want to be able to tell jokes at work because you want to offend people. Yeah. Like, cause you know, you can say jokes at work. They're, they're not good jokes. They're just jokes. You're there. You're trying to get through till Friday. You know, nobody really cares about each other. Yeah. So I told this joke about how to workshop a joke. And then in the middle of my set, in the middle of this story about how to workshop this joke, I worked in my, in my entire set. Every, so my, it's, a, it's a story. It's one narrative. I can't. I'm looking forward to hearing it. It's one narrative where I'm telling them how to tell a joke to a guy at work at the water cooler. And... While I'm telling them the joke, I go off to different tangents and work in my entire set into the one narrative. So then I'll and then Clever. I'll and then I'll finish my uh, my like it. my joke and then I'll be like, so anyway, you're gonna tell a joke, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I re-listened to it and I actually I, I mission accomplished. When I re-listened to it, I gave myself anxiety from listening to it because. What I did is I kept dangling it out there and then taking it away. And uh, <laughs> what do you mean? So I kept dangling the joke you're going to tell to this guy oh. at work. <laughs> I kept dangling it out there. So it was bother you even bothered yourself. I bothered myself, which I knew I wanted to do. But wasn't that what you wanted to do? Oh, absolutely, yeah. But I so I went and really listened to it the next day. I was like, "Oh my god, this is I'm anxious from listening to, to this. Like, what's this punchline going to be?" And I know what the punchline is. And by the way, it's one of the stupidest, shittiest punchlines ever. It's a dad joke through and through. It's dumb. And I even said during the show, I'm like, "No, I want you guys to remember this is not a good joke. I would never tell this during my stand-up comedy. I would never tell this joke. <laughs> but this joke's okay for work." Nice. Like, I want to spoil it for you, but I, I'm not going to. Don't. Gonna, don't gonna I, I want to hear it. I'll, I'm not going to spoil it for the, for the listener either. What I'm going to do is that's going to be on my – I'm going to get it on my phone and yeah, listen awesome. to it tomorrow while I'm working. Um, and so then, uh, so then I didn't say it during the show, which I wanted to, which uh, was kind of one of the things where – by the way, I'm going to do this again. Like this is my first time doing this style of joke. This is, this is the type of comedy I've always – wanted to you should do. hone it yeah yeah so i'm gonna do it again uh but now that i've done it the first time out loud um i'm gonna clean it up it's gonna be uh polished more polished yeah i mean this is essentially my first time doing this style of joke i could have gone up there and done my same tired routine with just the new jokes and how i format them just no 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 but i want i've wanted to do this for years and i was like this is it i'm doing it tonight this could be my last time ever doing it I'm doing it tonight. Well, and then also, I know we've talked about ambitions and you know right. reality, life and reality. But if you're gonna do something, you might as well do something that you're you know put a stamp or a brand on yourself that you're gonna be proud of. Right. Oh yeah. 
Well, and this is what that, so and and you know, who's to say that that can't you know something like that can't oh for work sure work as a catalyst as opposed to doing something that everybody right. else is already doing. I wanted to do this. This is something I've wanted to do. It's kind of like um, it's it's. I, I want to say that I channeled a bit of like uh, Jimmy Pardo, pompous clown. Uh, you know how he's trying to tell that one joke the whole show and then just does crowd work the whole time. Yeah. You never actually hear any of his jokes. That whole set. Yeah. So it's kind of like that only I'm just working in my entire set. I mean, you hear every joke that I had brought that night, you know, and I could have worked in more. I could have worked in less. I don't know if next time I'll do the same narrative. I think I might do a different narrative next time. Um, it really depends. I might, I might try to do the same thing somewhere else at least. I might try to do that narrative somewhere else. Um, or I might try it there again. I don't want people to come to the show and hear the same thing, though, and be like, oh, he's doing this again. So right. I might try to do a different narrative, at least, and then work in my set. I don't know. I, I do realize that. Um, so the punchline for that set, though, that I didn't say, it was like, you guys, there's a moral to the story tonight. Is it Sometimes it's not about the destination. Sometimes it's about the journey. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. But I ended my set, said thank you. I'd gone 20 minutes. I was like, ah, I got to be done. Um, so so the real moral of the whole story is we actually figured out the best lineup, though. Um, we figured it out. My biggest fan out there was the comedians who were there. Dusty, Zach, my friend Jesse, different people who like the craft. You would have loved it. People who like the craft of comedy would have liked what I'd done. The crowd responded and laughed and, and liked it, but you could tell that they were not there for that. They were there for Zach's style right. and Dusty's style. Right. So we figured out the best lineup because we're going to do it again. I think in, they want us to do it this month, but that's rough. Uh, Are you thinking middle for, um, for yours? For mine, yeah. That's what we I started was... off with Dusty where uh, it's strong and he has some political stuff, but it's still strong. And then... Me go in the middle where I can kind of do a, a comedian's comedy set, and then and then they get a better payoff with Zach, which is the style of humor they went to go see. Right, um, and I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, the, the, it was funny as I was talking to them about doing because they asked us uh, instantly if we wanted to do another show there uh, with the three of us there, and I was like, yes, but this time I don't want to headline. It. I want Zach to headline it, and you know, I I could tell they were kind of like, oh oh. You know, I'm like, no, you guys look, I'm not, I'm not big for my britches. I'm not anything. If anything, I'm, my britches are too small for me. <laughs> like, uh, like I want the best show. I want the best show that these people can pay for to go watch. It's fun. Head. I only headlined that time because I had done it the longest. Well, there's unknown variables. You just didn't, you have I all these unknowns yeah, and you know what you know. know. I didn't know how Zach was going to be. Right. He, and he didn't know how Zach was going to be. Like Zach didn't know how he was going right. to be. Now that we've known, we've seen it. I want him to headline. He's the everyman's comedian. They're going to end with the best bang for the buck. Um, I don't mind going in the middle because that's the kind of style of, and I'm not, I'm not out there to be, I'm not a career comedian. So I was fine with making other people who enjoy the art of comedy uh, laugh yeah. and, and not getting the whole crowd on my side. Right. I'm fine with that. I've made peace with that. Like, uh, so it, it works out. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. 
sounds like it i'm i'm looking forward to listening to it it was a blast um like i said when you listen to it uh there's things i can polish you'll be able to hear it other other people will be able to hear it there's stuff to polish in it um i see i maybe this is a toastmasters thing because i'm in toastmasters i use a lot of fillers likes and um because uh, i was doing like this kind of like valley girl thing like male valley girl thing i'm like so I'm like, 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 like I say, like a lot, but maybe that's my Toastmasters training where I hear that now. <laughs> uh, so thanks Toastmasters for ruining comedy for me. Cause I'm not giving a speech. I'm doing comedy. It's right. just conversational. So anyway, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I would definitely recommend if you go to the next show, uh, go, go to that one. Cause the lineup will be better because, I think we figured it out. We figured out the right setting. We figured out the right, uh, the right venue. Brox is it. I'm going to tell you this. Brox is for real. It's, it's the best place to do comedy in the Valley right now. Uh, it's the guy. There is a visionary of what he wants for a show. The fact that I did that joke where I kept dangling shit in front of people and then taking it away. And then he still asked us to come back is monumental yeah he, he could have easily approached zach and dusty and said will you two come back and do a show nah he could have right right because i didn't do the type of comedy that that uh somebody who just like i want to go laugh like i didn't do that there on that night something i always wanted to do is kind of it was like a gift for me to me it's awesome it was awesome. It was, it was awesome. It was fun. Uh, I don't know how good it is. I also want to say that um, uh, the other part of going last is that, uh, you know, I, I probably drank too much. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like hammered when I went up there or anything, but I definitely was looser than what I would like to be. Yeah. Yeah. So probably uh, if I went middle, that might help. Or if I just pace myself a little better. I don't know. Like I, like I said, I wasn't like, I wasn't drunk, but it definitely, definitely the next day when I listened to it, I was like, eh, I could have been like a, maybe two or three drinks less. Yeah. And I would have been, it would have been a little more sharp. Yeah. But no, I'm, I, 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 I mean, I I'm the biggest saying. critic though. So, I mean, you might hear something completely different. I love any notes, of course. But I, uh, you know, I went, I, I already went through and listened to it. And I was like, you know, like slash, 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 sharpen this up. Don't roast the people in the beginning too much. <laughs> in fact, if I was editing it myself, I'd probably take out some of the roasting. If I was doing it, like if I released it online. Okay. I'd probably take some of it out. Is that what you're hinting at? Yeah. I I'll may, see what Maybe it when you're listening to it. When I'm may, listening to it, I might be able to, to shuss short, it out. To shorten it out a little might bit. Make it tighter. That way, uh, I mean, you know, don't, obviously don't, don't edit the hell out of it. But right. if you, I just feel like that part, it takes away from it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm harsh. I'm harsh on it. So how long was the total, like, the duration? I mean, it was supposed to go from seven to nine, and I think it did. I think it went from oh, seven wow. to nine, maybe a little after nine. Uh, we got the full time. This next show they asked us to do, they asked us if we wanted to do 30 minutes each. Wow. 
you so think you're going to do that? That's a lot. I could do I could do thirty minutes. I don't know if I could do that whole narr- that whole narrative in the thirty minutes. You'd though. have to move on think, to something else. I don't think I'd want them to kill me. Yeah. By not giving them that. I would almost if you were gonna do thirty minutes, I would save the narrative for the back end of your Exactly, yeah. Act because there would not that I mean, but that would be no exactly. How I, I envision it if you structure you it, you can to where, put it all your like yeah. If you do put like those, do those jokes like right. Zach's doing, do do the 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 safe jokes. Safe, the not, safe. The, I, okay. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like right. not safe. Like he wasn't being safe, but it's more safe in the aspect. It's it's every man's comedy. Right. Right. So do those, which I know how to do. I've done those for years. So I know exactly what you're saying. Like structure a tour, you do those safe, the safer every man's comedy at the beginning. Then for the finale, if you're going to do 30 right. minutes, do five it's minutes. Almost, you almost take them to a place you're like, oh, wow, he's taking me somewhere that exactly. I wasn't expecting him to take me. Right. And, then, and, and then, maybe it becomes even more of a surprise and fun yeah. for the, the audience I'd always now want because to they've do, seen you right. do that and now they're yeah. seeing this whole different side of you right and 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 i'd always want to do one entire set that way i don't know that i want i would want to do every single set like that every single time but i definitely want to have more jokes i will say this i want to have more jokes like that though because that was a fun structure oh yeah it's something i had never done before i don't know that i would ever do a full set like that again because frankly it's exhausting I was tired when I got done with it. Yeah. And so were they. <laughs> that was 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, 20, mi- 20 minutes of that part, or 15 minutes of that part. My set was 15 minutes. I think that roasting in the beginning was five minutes. Too long. <laughs> but it was fun. Nice. A lot of fun. Yeah, I think you're right, though. I think that's one thing I would do. I'd button it up, make it the end of a set. But how cool of it for him, if that was Chris's first time ever hearing me do a stand-up, ever, and to be like, hey, do you guys want to come back and do 30 minutes each? That's nice. Very cool. Because uh, I don't know that as me, if I would have been the manager of the bar, I don't know if I would have been like, hey, can you come back and do 30 minutes of that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you have 15 more of that, 15 <laughs> minutes more of that in your in your belt no plus uh honestly it's easier it's it is easier doing com the the comedy the way i did you guys get crowd feedback afterwards and stuff yeah i mean uh the most of the crowd feedback went to zach of how awesome he did uh which is great uh the crowd feedback i got was a lot of people came up to me and just said like hey it was really funny i hate you (laughs) like you know like everyone was like Hey, I really, I, I really liked it. It was really funny. I really hate what you've done to me tonight. And I was like, that's almost that's literally, that's almost literally what I was going for. So nice mission accomplished question mark. <laughs> I will say this stand up comedy is great. There is nothing like podcasting though. There really isn't. It's it's my favorite thing to do. It's there's nothing like having a conversation amongst friends and then just recording it. We could have had this whole conversation and never record it. Oh yeah. But why why not? You know, that guy who told the bar stories, 
if he was on a podcast with his friends who were involved in those bar stories, would probably be funny. They would probably play, yeah. Stand-up comedy isn't for everyone, but podcasting can be. Yeah. I mean, you've seen so many people start it now. Not not, not that I'm saying that all of them is just... It's not all right, gold. Right, no. <laughs> it's not all gold. Every and, podcast but, that comes out is the best podcast. But we're, but we're not gold. No, not by any means. Like, uh, But we still do it. And if you have fun doing it, if you want to be a stand-up comedian, go do it. Because it's something you should experience if that's something you've always wanted to do. I did have a friend who, his name's Jesse, who came up to us and said that he's he had been writing stuff for a long time and he's always wanted to do it and he thinks that next time he really wants to do it with us too. And I think having his friend, it, our mutual friend Zach, doing it, I think really made him go, I, I want to do it too. It spurred uh, him. Yeah, because I guess, oh, it's something I always wanted to do and then you have your close friend do it and... It's like okay, I could, I want to do it too, because, because now I've seen somebody who's close to me go do it. I've been yeah. friends with Jesse for a long time, but well, it was almost like the contagion of podcasting that that podcasting had on like everybody. Oh like, yeah. Well, even like for me, I didn't know anybody that podcasted when I started podcasting, but I, right. but you listen to enough podcasts that you feel like you get to know these people. Yeah, and then as you. You know, as you get into it and realize that it's not that difficult to, yeah. to get down and talk. Well, the equipment isn't much. You know, I just did a, um, I just did a blog actually uh, for my graduate. So I do this blog. I don't advertise it a lot because it's 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 for school. I, you, I've seen it. I've clicked, um, I've clicked the link. Yeah. I read the um, one of the ones that you did. So I just did a new blog. Uh, our our lesson this week in, in class. Uh, this is for my master's program. Is about podcasting. Snob. <laughs> yes, I get a really cheap discount on my master's program. Don't think I'm, <laughs> don't think I'm paying for that out of pocket. <laughs> I would never do this if I had to pay a full price for that. Um, so, uh, so the the lesson this week was so the class is is uh, technology and it's human resource development and technology. Like, is the class basically um, and professional learning networks and that kind of stuff. So she has us use like Twitter, which I already had one. She has us, uh, she had to set up a blog, which was actually kind of cool. I did blogging back in the day and I was like, this has kind of been a nice excuse to just kind of write about stuff. And even though it's supposed to be like for like school, I do kind of try to work in some of my humor with it. So that's been kind of fun. It's something I haven't done in a long time writing. I'm mean, even though I yeah. went to school for it, and I literally, as soon as I graduated, I was like, well, I'm never reading or writing again. Like, <laughs> like, well, there we go. Got that degree. Yeah. That was a waste of time. Okay. So, um, so that's been fun. But I just did a blog, though, about podcasting. This week, the lesson was about podcasting. And we we're supposed to find one that was like education based. Um, and I listen to podcasts anyways. Uh, so the one that I found was education based because uh, I was not going to listen to a full boring ass podcast ever. I found I listened to Kevin Smith Edumacation. Oh, huh. Um, did you hear he had a heart attack? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did hear that. So I talked about his podcast a little bit on the blog, and then I talked about how we've done podcasts for a long time, and and about how uh, if it's it, I basically I talked about on on the blog if you if it's something you feel like you've always wanted to do, it's cheap enough and easy enough now. 
that you should just go do it. Even if you do one episode and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Because it doesn't cost a lot to do it anymore. No, not at all. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. All the stuff that we're using now is stuff I bought 10 years ago. Yeah, we're... we're uh, I'm using 10-year-old stuff and the people... We're borderline outdated. Yeah, I would say. For our a lot of the stuff we're using. Yeah. But it works. It's working. It works great. I'm using free software still. Uh-huh. Why would you not? Oh, uh, one of the, are you using Audacity? Yeah. One of the assignments for the week was to uh, edit something using Audacity. So I was going to edit the show, that comedy show, but I don't have an SD thing on my stupid laptop. That sucks. I know. I was like, oh, how am I going to do this? Like, because I was going to, I'm like, oh, this would, this would be great. I can use Audacity and edit that down this thing. And then I'll, uh, you know, that's what I'll do. Like that'll be that'll be cool. Yeah. Sounds like you need to get like a USB SD reader that you plug. Yeah, I do. SD I just uh, you know I but. I'm I'm using uh so so Brie bought a MacBook for her editing uh-huh. and then is essentially uh got because she got had this tablet for it for a for a Mac so she had this tablet for the Mac but her she had a Mac desktop that was older than yours and runs like a heap. I, it just wasn't good enough to do anything. So then she got the MacBook to go with this tablet. The tablet wasn't very compatible with the MacBook. She sold the tablet, bought a new tablet that's cheaper, that works fine. But now the tablet that she bought works with her original laptop that she has. So essentially she just was sitting with this MacBook <laughs> and was like, hey, uh, you know, you use a really old microsoft surface for your classwork like (laughs) do you want to use this macbook instead and i was like sure so now i've just now jumped on board with 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 apple and i'm using a macbook uh you know so i'm just now learning how incompatible it is with everything and how everything you buy has to be Apple brand, basically. Yeah, it's uh, it was it's still been a tough transition yeah. from because I work I use a PC window a PC yeah, but then you know I got this almost ten years ago mm-hmm. this this one and it's still working really good for as old as it is yeah, but. We're also not doing much with it, though. Right. It's doing... I'm not doing... I'm doing very little with it. Right. Um, And I think if we wanted... If I ever wanted to do more with the show, I'd have to... Eventually. Eventually have to upgrade to something more um, powerful. I'm just now learning the MacBook thing. I'm not saying that it's bad. It's just like... It's definitely... It's just different. And, you know, and I'm old... So, like, if you've been using a PC your whole life and then you just now start using, like, an Apple product... It's hard to get used that's to... That's hard because... Moving around. Even... I I mean, I've had this for almost 10 years and I still have yeah. issues with it because it's definitely I'm, different. I'm still used to... I grew up on Windows and then I went to Mac late, later in life. And However, so it's if, still I get, if I get the right pieces and stuff... And but I love I, my iPhone. If I... Oh, yeah. I like, I like the iPhone. I'm also using... <laughs> I'm also using a hand-me-down iPhone. So, <laughs> essentially, I'm using all these Apple products, and I have not paid a dime for any of them. <laughs> Thank you so much to Adam, who is letting gave me this loner phone 
that was like, hey, yeah. And then when you get another phone, He's I'll like, just take that other one back. Give me my master's And then every degree. time I see him, I'm getting a master's <laughs> degree for cheap. I see, I see Adam like out, and I'll have the phone I'll be using. He's like, hey, nice phone. And I'm like, oh yeah. Hey, when do you want this back? I'm always just like, when do you want this thing back? And he's like, well, you know, when you see a phone you like, like get it. And then, uh, and then like it just passes me by, and then I just live my life. <laughs> and then, and then I'm also on his friends and family deal, so I get like yeah. a super cheap cell phone plan too. I'm just like I'm right now realizing how much of a piece of shit I am. Like I'm actually, it's coming to fruition. Like how real it is. How real. I think I'm an adult, but I'm actually that not. girl was right. Right? She's absolutely right. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, no. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm thankful the the stuff that people that let me use oh, their yeah. things. I mean, that's great. I think that MacBook. I've been messing around with it though. I think I could use that to stream my games again. So yeah, I just have to get the right stuff. That's the thing is I don't. Yeah, everything I, I have to everything I do involves way more research than yeah. any other person would have to do that has any kind of yeah background knowledge because I. When I it's like doing this, I had to learn so much that I've forgotten. Yeah. Since then, because I was building XML pages and right. code and all that shit, but um, now it's super easy to do because I just use we just use Squarespace to right. Uh, pay us Square Squarespace also, by the way. Yeah, please do. Because I just plugged you. So if you're listening, I'll plug Squarespace, you all day if you give us money. Yeah. I would have. I would be really nice to uh, get a sponsor. Hey, we're looking for sponsors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We you... have like ten listeners. So, yeah. I mean, what's really nice about Facebook though is that we can go back and uh, you can actually look at each one of those and see uh, how many views you got on those videos, and it's so much more measurable than uh, than what we were doing, which is essentially not measurable. Yeah, uh, I noticed that with sports program though. Cause we, since we started going live on the uh, Facebook app, uh, you can actually see how many people are in there, and then you can see how many people watched it later on. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of cool. And I don't think uh, this show gets a lot of after-show retention no. yet. It's bound to eventually. It'll, well, we'll catch on. No, but... Uh, if, you, if you just keep doing something, eventually someone's going to watch. Yeah, somebody will watch. Well, you know, next the next show we do, we'll get a lot of viewers. Uh, yeah, I expect every one everyone, of those rock painters to get on every, and watch. Everyone, everyone who's on, yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> everyone who who's fr- oh, so next show, I'll I'll plug it now. Uh, yeah. Next show we have uh, Mindy on, and Mindy is the owner of the Fourth Wall Gallery here. A fourth art uncorked at the Fourth Wall Gallery. I think it's the full. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah, and that's a art gallery here in Lewiston, Idaho, where they do. Uh, she has classes, but they do everything down there. It's a gallery that right. do these class. Have you done a class? I have done. I've done two classes actually. Yeah. Uh, so I've done. Uh, I think I've done. I think I've done two classes now. I did one for a work thing, like a work retreat. We did. A, I did a one thing for uh, with work people and my and my wife, and then we did one where we went and we painted Olaf the snowman. See, okay, I with think the kids. We painted a, a snowman at, at one of mine, and then I think maybe I've done one. I don't know. I feel like I've been down for two, but I only painted at one. 
Oh, okay. Like I think I hung out with some people at one. That's what it was. I hung out with some people at one of them and I painted at one. Anyway. And I went to the rock thing um, when they did the whole right. where they were bringing people oh, in yeah. to paint free or paint rocks for free right. to do that to spread the the rocks around. Right. But, and then she's uh, she's she does a lot of stuff with the art walk that's downtown every single year. Yeah. Uh, anyway, for those of you listening to the show now who have not listened to that show yet. Uh, you know, because I don't know what order you listen to. That's going to be a ride of the sh- of a show because she is hilarious and she's a she's just like us. She's a loud mouth. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's yeah, I'm looking. Show. I'm I'm really looking forward to that show. So I we'll want to. Some- I I, I, I want to talk about. Um, I want to see if Mindy has any names of painters. Oh. that she can make. Uh, um, incorporate. Uh, oh. Seminal oh, fluid into seminal fluid yes. into. I want to now. See, I hadn't thought of, and now I want that. Blob Ross. <laughs> yes, we'll give her some of our Vincent um, Van Gogh. <laughs> yes, I want. We'll give her some of our, our ones, but I want to see if she knows any painters. Or Michelangelo. Any... <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. It is. Uh, <laughs> Leonardo <laughs> de Squishy. Yeah, that was one of our seminal episodes. Hey, oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, no, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, uh, no, I would love to see what she, <laughs> what she has for that. Uh, so we have her. It's going to be coming up on the next episode. I know that uh, Zach Swan uh, wants to come on and talk about his first time doing ca- comedy. Yeah, we've got Andy. Andy's wanting to come on, which, by the way, Andy is going to be. So on March, 20, uh, March 28th, I will be out of town for a sports program. And Andy King is going to be sitting in on sports program with Zach. Oh, he's going to co-host with Zach. To, to help co-host the show in my absence. Uh, he's an alumni to the school, and he's an alumni to the college radio station. So we thought, what better way? Let's bring him in. Yeah. Uh, he also, I will say, he did beat us all on the ESPN app, Pigskin Pick'em. So uh, it is his day of reckoning to come in and rub it in at least Zach's face because I will not be there. I lost by a close <laughs> second. Uh, so that's, that's gonna awesome. be a lot of fun. Yeah, Andy's we're gonna Andy on this show. We're gonna get Zach on this show. I know Zach really wants to talk about his first time doing stand up. Uh, so we'll have to get him. I've on. talked to Mark. Mark wants to come on. Uh, awesome. Eventually, we got to. F- it's gonna you be a work that thing. one out. Yeah, because it's gonna be basically when he he's in town gets to town, right? And we'll try to figure something out first schedule wise to make that work. Yeah. Um. So this is coming up in the next – this is not – by the way, this is not like – this is coming up the next few months. Uh, I think March and April will be pretty pretty busy months. Yeah. March and April. We'll get these guys in here. It's uh, – Really looking forward to getting Andy King. I haven't been on – I haven't been on Basement Boys. You've never Boys. done a Basement Boys I've with never Andy done King. a Basement Boys with Andy King. And I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look at the old website stuff, but I can't remember how many episodes he actually did. But I think he did close to like a dozen. Yeah, I think he did so, quite a few. Um, before before we we put a pin in it, but I know Zach's always wanted to be on wanted to be on the show. That's awesome. So uh, so that's pretty cool. Honestly. Yeah, I when Mindy had posted that on Facebook that she was very excited about it. Yes, and then someone said. Uh, Oh, you congratulations! Yeah, I think someone said congratulations, and uh, and I felt like I almost wanted to reply. 
Trust me, it's not that big of an honor. But <laughs> no, I, I want to be like, I feel like your expectations are up here. I want you to go ahead and lower those. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I am. I am actually the, uh, the 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 truth is is the honor is completely ours. Oh I yeah, am, I am very excited. Uh, yeah, we're we're the ones winning. Not- this is a big get for us, is what this is yeah. actually. So we'll get. So I guess my point is, we'll get a lot of listeners for Mindy and a lot of listeners for Zach. So hopefully we can retain them. That's what that's what my hope is, is that we retain it. <laughs> hopefully we get them in long enough to yeah. to see that they're just to hook them just a little bit. You know, it's like a taste. Um, I I couldn't. I couldn't sit down right now and pinpoint the th- the top three episodes to go back and listen to. Yeah. If if this is the first episode, the one that we're li- we're doing right now, if this is the first episode you're listening to, I don't. Could you pinpoint the three? The I'd ba- say the three I'd say to go back and listen to the three the three to go back and listen to. I'd say the one with Nathan. Yeah. The second one. The with second Nathan. one with Nathan. Nathan. The first uh, one the with Nathan was good. Nathan is good, uh, but it's chopped up, chopped up, yeah. kind of. But the first one with Nathan, it just at least listen to the first. I think like fifteen minutes that has all of the, uh, the yeah, seminal. That's a callback to our yeah, what we're talking about right very now. Very funny. Um, uh, and then the second episode with Nathan was fantastic. Very good. It was so good to get him on the show too. It was. Um, I'd say I the liked f- the first two New York episodes. The first two New York episodes. Uh, I really liked I'd the, say. The, the last two were were they're they're essential to the conclusion of the trip to New York. The last one, the third one's still pretty good. The th- the fourth one is definitely way less energy. I think we were all just tuckered. Well, that yeah, the third and fourth were all the same episode though. But we oh, were just that's right. But we, we were up, yeah. we were draining. Drain. The first two are fantastic. Yeah, very good. Well, the other thing was those two episodes. You and I were. We were drinking at a pretty good clip too. Yes, and uh, and Nicole was at like the height of her game, like at the top oh, of yeah. her game, and so she was. I mean, we all played. Well, she was well. still fired up about the trip too, which yeah. worked really. And well. so, did we put one week or t- no? We put one week right between yeah. recording. Yeah, but so by the time the next week came around, we were all kind of. It was we were a little more removed from it, so there was a little yeah. more drained. It's just like when we thought. It's just like when we were, thought we were going to talk about the Yoko Ono episode, and, it, exactly. And it ended up being like, oh, this is kind of shitty. This is kind of this isn't as uh, uh, so excited. Yeah, the first five ep- four episodes we built up to Yoko, and then I we wish do- I wished go, looking back, I wish we wouldn't have talked about how we were going to talk about it because all of our conversations about how we were going to talk about it were actually better than the actual talking yeah it was it was like your set <laughs> yeah that then the ultimate payoff was that it didn't really pay off it didn't really pay off uh, not like we had hoped no and actually i wonder i didn't want to do for nathan's episode i didn't want to do the yoko thing because i thought that that would have taken away from yeah him being on the show w- but i almost felt like it could have well, especially since we had Let him for two. To the show. If we had, since we had him for two, if we would have done one episode where we talked about the fallout and Yoko, and then one where we actually talked about what we've been up to, right? And, but we didn't know. know we had him for two until we, we had him for two. Not. You don't so, know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. Right, anyway, so, we got we got a lot of people we're wanting to bring on. It's gonna be an awesome time. It will be a pretty fantastic time. Yeah. Um, 
Very good. Very good. Plus, uh, there might be some stuff worked out in the future. Uh, there is more to come. I, I don't want to let anything out too much. I still got to talk to Warden uh, people about it, but uh, there could be something coming out in the future. It's a small tease for what may or may not come in the future. Something it may or may not come in the future, which is exciting, right? Yeah, it is exciting. So, um, and we'll talk. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, oh, fitness update really quick. Yeah. I'm down 13 pounds. Oh, damn it. I want to talk about this on the show. This is like a whole other show. We'll have to talk about this at some time, but... Uh, well, we can back so, out. And uh, damn. Okay. Let's w- w- real quick. Well, we, let's let's give it all just yeah. under ten minutes. Okay. Okay. So last week, so I had come to a lull. Remember, I I came on the show and I like complained about that with you and Nicole. Just basically that one night where I weighed myself right before I came to the yeah, show. Yeah, and it was right at the start of us starting this code yeah. red diet with this right. uh, Christy lady that lives out of Boise, I think. Right. So um, I uh, I remember that night I was already really irritated. I shouldn't have done it. I weighed myself right before I came in the show, and I was just like, oh, my God, I'm the fattest <laughs> I've been in a long time. So last week, or, or since that time, so since since that time, I got super, like, super fucking serious. And last week on Wednesday when I weighed myself, I got had gotten really serious. I was down 12 pounds. And I was like, yes, here we go. Like, remember I texted you. I'm like, ten, down 10 pounds. First 10 the hardest, which is actually true. Yeah. Because once you start seeing it go down, then you're like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, then... So that was Wednesday when I texted you, like, down 10 pounds, boom, boom, boom. First 10's the hardest. Thursday night, I had a comedy show. Drank all night. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, uh, Bree hung out with a friend, so I went out with some other friends and tied one on till like, 3 in the morning. Really drunk. 2 in the morning, maybe. <laughs> drank a ton. There's a theme yeah. here. Saturday was Blueston's Brewfest. I was hungover for that. I had to go to Brewfest with Brie to drink enough to not feel hungover. I ate shitty food there that day. I had already eaten McDonald's that morning to try to soak up some of that hangover. Really hungover. This is, by the way, I don't do this very often anymore. This is not a thing I do, but for whatever reason, last weekend, I just went nuts. Yeah. So then Sunday was after all that. It was like Sunday, and I like got up and I still felt like crap, not hung over because I didn't drink a ton at Brewfest because I couldn't. I just felt sick. But I had ate pizza that night. Like after we got back from Brewfest, we were like, fuck it, we've already drank a bunch. I ate McDonald's today. Let's do it today. Let's eat pizza. So I had pizza I was like Saturday Saturday night. Yeah. So Sunday I did I didn't even wear my Fitbit. I just was like, I'm gonna recoup. But then I'm like, but I do need to weigh to see what the damage is. So I can f- try to figure out how my next week's going to go. <laughs> that 10 pounds, gone. I'd gained it all back. It's amazing how fast it is to erase. 10 freaking pounds. Blessing in disguise, though, Ward. Because I learned a lot. I was like, okay, if I go nuts like I'm 20 years old, I'm going to gain it all back. I can safely say that this week... With what I've been doing, I have not been drinking. I have uh, walked every single day. I've gotten my steps. I've monitored my my calorie intake. I'm under around or under two thousand every day for calories. 
13 pounds this week. Nice. So I went back down the 10 and then an additional three. This weekend, like tonight is, well, I don't know if you noticed tonight, this is the first show in a while that we've done. Zero beers. I have had zero to drink this week. Yeah, I I did notice. Um, usually, I offer. You don't just uh, you don't usually. No, you're like, no, but even if, you, even if you would have offered, you would I would have said, I would no. Have said no tonight because yeah. I'm like no. Plus, I texted you earlier and I was like, or yesterday or whatever. You said you was, weren't drinking, so yeah, I'm not like, drinking, especially beer. Yeah, tomorrow I might have a, a like on Friday because what I was when I was serious about it, I was like on Fridays I would have like some gin and juice, like not even that much. I wouldn't like get hammered. I would just have like a it's like a treat at the end of a week on yeah. a Friday, and that way on Saturday I could get up and still go walk the bridges or go walk the orchards path, you know. And yeah. then on Sunday the same thing. So I am safe to say that this weekend I am zero plans to go nuts because uh, frankly I do not want the same thing to happen. I'm hoping that next week I'll be down a few more. Yeah. Well, so. But yours is even bigger. But 13 pounds, you guys. No, I'm, that's I'm huge. Stoked, especially to gain 10 of it back. And then manage Now, granted, to... obviously what I gained back was water weight. And it took a few days to flush it out of my system. Right. Like, I had still lost the 10 pounds, like, fundamentally. Right, right. It's just I gained ten t- all 10 of it back in water weight, you mm-hmm. know. So, so you can see me on camera. I, there's no difference yet. But, uh, but... Now that I'm not doing that, you there will be the difference, and that's the thing. I've done this before, you guys. <laughs> yeah, these are we've yeah we've this both is a thing I've done, done. This it's just I think I think the big our takeaway. So tell them what you did, like your your update, because I, I want to come to the conclusion that we both have come to, but yeah. I want to say it on the air. <laughs> so, uh, well. In previous shows, we've talked about how, like, okay, I'll, when I go on vacation, I'm not going to track calories and da 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 da. And so that's probably going to be partly true, but at the same time, um, only partly though. Only partly, because that's part of our conclusion. Yeah, that, that is part of our conclusion. This is our growing moment, by the way. <laughs> so anyway, I um, starting in February. At the very first of February, my wife started a program called Code Red, and out of solidarity, I've been doing it alongside of her, which means no alcohol. We're cutting bread. We're cutting a lot of sugar out. Um, I I still take some liberties. I haven't been drinking, but I will. Drinking's the big one, though. Yeah, the, that's the big one. I haven't been drinking, um, and I'm not. I've never really been a big drinker, anyway. No, no, no. But no, that's more. That's me, you guys. <laughs> but it. But I haven't been doing it on the podcast, which um, may or may not have been detrimental the <laughs> for the last two episodes. Um, but I don't know. We'll I mean, it, it doesn't help drinking. The drinking you, oh, doesn't help for our episodes. Well, worth any weight loss? No, no. I'm talking about oh, the drinking for the, for the show, the content are of the fun. show. Yeah, the drinking's fun for the show. I mean, <laughs> I if if I can get down, I I have a theory about this. Um, it's just the reason why I didn't want to drink tonight is because honestly, it's because of what happened last weekend. Like, if I could get back down to where I'm in control of the weight loss again, I wouldn't mind doing my one night of week of having a couple beers on this show because that's oh, yeah. fun it's no just like, yeah i'm i'm right just, now I I, like i had the weekend i had last weekend right. that's the big thing if i wouldn't have had even if i would have been good and diligent through that last weekend 
I, tonight I probably would have had one. It's just right. like, dude, I completely, I learned so much last week. I've been super diligent. And so the since the 1st of February, the weight has just been like melting off. And it's been, a lot of it's yeah, been you look good. diet and a lot of it's been... Um, it's a combination of diet and exercise. I will say the exercise I've kind of slowed down a little bit on because I'm lower. I'm, I have less energy. Right. Cause you're eating less calories I, because I'm taking in fewer calories. So my, I'm taking in under 2000 calories a day, which I knew forever was going to have to be what I would do but, oh, regardless of what exercise I did I to offset can I add those to that? calories? Yeah. I'd like to add to that that when I say that I learned a lot last weekend, this isn't something I didn't know and learned. I'm saying this is something I have relearned over yeah, the years. Right. It's just like, it's like right like now you, I'm in the baby steps of relosing this weight. And it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because I, I did like a, um, like a eight to 10 month plateau that was all self induced because just due to my, reckless behavior because i was i was working out five six days a week but it didn't matter because i'd go in and i'd eat three thousand right. calories or right. thirty five hundred calories so like anything i was doing to benefit myself working out yeah. was just i'm Kill washing it, it away diet. because i was Kill it with your diet yeah yeah so i wasn't making any any steady progress and we're getting to the, our our big our big uh make peace moment yeah this is something we both decided together right like we, we've texted it together like I, okay I have to make peace with this now. Yeah. <laughs> My piece is, is that <laughs> after I lose the weight I want to lose, which you mark my words, I'm fucking doing this. I'm already, I'm down 13. I'm on the right slope now, which is down. Yeah. I'm not going to have the weekend that I had for a really, really long time. Since August, oh, really quick. Since August of 2016, I've lost 50 pounds. See. Total. That's amazing. See now, remember I told you when we our first episode, I had lost sixty pounds over that one summer, two summers ago. Yeah. So two summers ago, I got down to I'll say I got down to two sixty five. I was down sixty pounds. I've gained thirty of that back. So that's where I was sitting prior to this week. So now I'm down ten, thirteen pounds. So yeah. do the math. You, yeah, I you don't just care. figure it out, guys. You figure it out. I don't care. <laughs> so, so now I'm up 20 pounds from that, 20 pounds ish from what I, from what I had uh, initially lost. Yeah. So I've done this before, but the thing is, is that I want to, I want to lose 60 again to bring me below where I was the last time. Yeah. Well, so I didn't gain all 60 back. I only gained 30 back. I actually I gained lose. more back when I, lo- when I lost the first time when I did this like but seven could, years ago. No, but Ward, I could have though. I, that's what, that's the, that's the journey I was taking. Yeah. I had lost that weight and then I'd gained over last year, gained 30 of it back. I could have easily. Your trajectory was just going upward. Oh yeah. If I would have kept go going the same way. thing, right. I would have easily by, by been the same weight. Yeah. Easily. Well, and it just it gets to be you get to this point of like, um, I don't know if it's overconfidence or yeah. what it is, but there's a certain amount of like you think, okay, I've done this, it's easy, but it's not easy. It's fucking hard. It is hard, yeah. So, so I, so, so my my downfall is I lost that sixty, and then so what and, and but how I lost that sixty, by the way, is I walked the bridges every single day, and I 
counted my calories and I was eating between 1,500 and 2,000 calories a day. Every single day for like that whole summer, lost 60 pounds. Shit you not. Crazy amount. It was awesome. It felt good. So what happened though? Dart League started. Started yeah. drinking. Quit counting calories. I had the app on my phone, but I quit using it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm doing all right. When I gained that first 10 back, because I was still weighing myself, when I gained that first 10 back, I, I don't know why I wasn't like, oh, I better get this shit in control again. Instead, yeah, I was that's just what like, happened. The same, same exact thing happened to me. I just kind of was like, that's okay, because I can, I'll get to it. Yeah, exactly. And then 10 more would come. And then 10 more came. Yeah. Yeah. And so. And then 10 more came. And yeah. I was like, oh, God damn it. No, when I lost the first time, I lost, it was like 40 pounds. But then I gained back 60 pounds. Yeah. Roughly. By the way, I love that we do this show because we're talking about this is something normal people do not like just talk about openly, but because and we men. are who we are. Yeah. I don't care. I. I, yeah, look, I've you gotten guys, to the point. You I guys just are don't... watching the video. This is the before picture, my friends. Yeah. Actually, and I, I will say that I watched one of our last videos, and I, I can see it in my face a little bit. I can see at least some of that water weight coming yeah. out of my face. Well, I've got a picture. I've got a, a picture of me with my that. kids in the house. Yeah, that like. I have a chin, but then yeah. under it, I have like this yeah. other mountain. So I think, I think, uh, so I've watched one of the videos from a few weeks ago, uh, before I'd lost that initial 10 pounds. And I think I've lost 10 pounds, like five, like three of it's from my face. Yeah. When I which lose, is, I lose which, a lot by of the my way, face. I know how my body, I know how it works at first 60 pounds I lost. I know it was in my face first, you know? Yeah. So my clothes don't feel, they're actually, yeah, everything's a little looser, but a, a teeny, only teeny bit. This shirt that I'm wearing today? No, I know. It's a large. Okay, so the thing that we <laughs> made peace with. Yes. Uh, I learned now, and I'm fully, finally aware and finally okay enough to admit, is that when I get down my 60 pounds again. To the maintenance weight. To get under, or, but now under what I did last last. Two years ago. Yeah. Now, God, I can't believe it's almost two years. Almost two years ago is to, I have to be the type of person for the rest of my life that I count calories. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, I, I don't get, I don't get to be the person that gets down to the weight that they want and then be like, okay, now I'm going to eat to be a normal person for sustenance. <laughs> I literally am going to have to be a person that. I guess I guess what I'm saying is like I need to accept that this is what my life is is yeah even when I get down to my goal weight I have to be the type of person that will I'm gonna have to log my calories in the phone because and use on my those days you do eat zips and you have the bottom of the bag fries and all that yeah garbage the next day unless you unless you yeah. accounted for it all in that first in the day you ate it and that's yeah. all you ate. The next day, you're going to have to account for it and make up for it. Exactly. Um, so, But you're not going to know what to do unless you're tracking. So. Exactly. And so I'm just going to have to track it. And that's, that kind of sucks. It sucks that I can't be a big enough of a grown-up to, to, to know how to eat food. Yeah, I guess that's boat. kind of the... I'm in the same we can boat. Start, we could make, make a whole podcast about that, though, about how the culture is kind of broken, about how like the American culture is kind of broken, that you and I don't have enough fortitude as adult male human beings to know how much to eat and how much is okay to eat and then like i like i know but but somewhere in my mind is like like i'll eat something and i'm like this is okay mm-hmm. but it's not i know it's not but i'm like this is okay yeah 
tomorrow I'll walk. Right. But it, that, that doesn't work that way. No, and, and it's going to be hard because you're going to want to go back down that right. path, especially as you lose more and you're like, yeah. as your confidence climbs, you're going to be like, oh, I'll just take it easy today. And we kind of had that instance last Saturday. We went to, um, Nicole and I got the opportunity to go to a movie. We went to Black Panther, and uh, which is a good movie. Good. Um, but then her mom watched the kids and she let she offered to let us go out to dinner afterwards. So not only did we go to the movie, we bought a small popcorn, which was not on the diet. No. But, um, and put butter on it, but we each had our own small popcorn. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the one I entered (laughs) is over the calories that was actually in the popcorn. I try to do that too. I try to do that too. I I do try to overshoot. I try to overshoot instead of undershoot. Yeah. Especially because when you're not making it at home, right. it's harder to do it. I can't scan a barcode. I can't. Right. And so I had to enter our whole meal that we ate at the restaurant. But I did. Um, the meal came with mashed potatoes and like garlic bread. Right. And I did ask to substitute the mashed potatoes and garlic bread with like steamed veggies. Yeah. Which was a big thing for me. I yeah. did that. And I was like, wow. I, yeah. I'm, I did a grown up thing. When we went to the Shopkins thing a couple weeks ago, because we went from Broadway to Shopkins uh-huh. in like less than a month. Yeah. Um, we did that for my daughter. But we went to that, and um, we stopped at the Harvester. Yeah. You ever been there? Uh-uh. It's on the way to Spokane. And okay. It's, I don't remember where it's at exactly. Um, maybe by Spangle or is that? Oh, okay. Or, yeah. Is that right? Spangle? Yeah. Okay. I think it's in that area. Anyway, we stopped there, and I ordered a... Sprague? Sprague, maybe. No, Sprague's a street, I thought. Oh, no, that uh, is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Spangle. No, you're right. I was thinking of the street. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we get there, because it's outside of Spokane. Yeah. And I order a... Um, I'm looking at the menu, and I order a sandwich without the bun. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's huge. I, it's nuts. That's huge. But the big piece of lettuce they brought me, I was able to like put most of the yeah. sandwich stuff in and Wrap use it. it as a bun. Yeah. And I think I sent you that picture yeah, yesterday of the absolutely. steak uh, thing we ate. Well, like, so we've been eating, I've been eating a lot of salad. Yeah. Uh, tons of salad. And then, you know, and then we will do, uh, one thing we will do, which I feel like sometimes is cheating, but it's, I, I really know it isn't, is like last night we had stir fry, which we just did our version of stir fry, which was like, it was all vegetables. Yeah. I mean, all vegetables it was delicious but i always count the oil i'll I'll scan the oil yeah i started actually scanning the oil and stuff and yeah but i've made i've made enough progress that i can get go under 2000 calories and still make me my it's like it i don't know have you ever heard of bulletproof coffee yeah. It's like my, ver- well, it's not my version, but it's the version of Bulletproof Coffee that I'm making at home using my my Keurig and my Ninja Blender. So oh, I'm cool. putting like a a tablespoon of butter. That's 100 calories. Yeah. A tablespoon of uh, coconut oil, 120 calories. Okay. So there's 220 calories for my yeah. coffee right there. Then... I put the coffee in, then I add um, just a little squeeze of uh, uh, what's the stevia flavor, yeah, like yeah. a little chocolate, uh-huh. and then I 
squeeze a little bit of heavy cream in there. Mm-hmm. There's like a tablespoon worth, maybe like 15 calories. Then I roll it on. So I, and then I blend it for yeah. and then put it in. It's got a nice frothy head. It's really good. Nice. Sounds but awesome. It's like a 200 and almost 250 calories of my 2000 calorie yeah. allotment. Right. So I've done good even staying under my 2000 yeah. with that Same here. as part of the diet. So my, my breakfast that I've been having is I, I have coffee in the morning, uh, which the coffee we get is zero calories, I guess. So it's just like, yeah, coffee, like, black coffee, like it's like, you yeah. or it's like you ban just the gold from like Costco. Yeah. And then we buy, we buy a hot chocolate mix. So I just do like a tablespoon. We have to measure a tablespoon, two tablespoons of hot chocolate mix in it. And then I'm just like, I scan that in. Yeah. Log that in. So, and I have two cups of that. So that's it. One tablespoon is 50 calories. So I do two. So it's 200 calories is like for my breakfast. And then at lunch, I usually, I've been doing like salad or leftover, whatever we had the night before leftover. Yeah. And then, you know. One thing, you know, Nicole and I have a lot of gripes about this diet that we've done as we've been doing it because it's very stringent. But at the same time, there's a lot of great takeaways we've had from yeah. it in terms of it's helped us establish um, better Habits. Some better lifestyle yeah. and eating habits, and we've also found some foods that we can make that are low. Yeah, um, that seem good. That are low carb that enough pizza and healthy good. enough. Oh, that pizza is like one of my favorite things to eat. It's not exactly my favorite thing to make because it's kind of a painstaking process. You got to go and you got to heat up the cauliflower rice, and you got to like mix in all the ingredients, like the salt, the pepper, the oregano, yeah. the basil, and all that stuff, and then mix it with an egg and you got to mix it all up and then um and then there's cheese in there too and then you put it on the the sill pad on the pan yeah and you gotta flatten it out and get it all but before you even do that you gotta like wring out the um the cauliflower rice yeah which is just ground up cauliflower and then but then you make it into a thing and then you gotta bake it at 450 for 15 10 or 15 minutes something like that yeah then you gotta let it cool then you put sauce on it, and then you build your pizza. Basically, so and building pizzas is something I done before because I worked right. at Pizza Hut. But I'm building these elaborate pizzas with all these ingredients because I'm putting like pepperoni, sausage, um, anything that's uh, protein. It's protein, and I'm put well. And then I got um, peppers, onions, uh, yeah, olives, veggies. mushrooms, and I'm and it's loaded. But I've I've got. All that stuff weighed. So I'm right. sitting here weighing everything I'm putting on, which is painstaking. Yeah. But and and it's veggies. I shouldn't care that much, but I do. Yeah. I'm that yeah. obsessed with it right now. And I always overshoot, so I'll eat like a a salad with romaine lettuce, right? And yeah. it's like if you put in how much romaine is actually in there, it's like six calories. Yeah, and I always so overshoot I it. Always so do I'm it. like, I put myself up to 30 calories worth of romaine or something like that. Because I, I, like, I do the exact same well, thing. Well, because I think six, that's not that's not. There's no right. way that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so, so what I'm saying is I get to almost 2,000 calories a day, but there's some of that I've fudged to get up. Right. So that I'm like, so like today for lunch, or uh, during lunch when I ate like my, my leftover, uh, um, no, I just had a, I had a salad today, I think, or I can't remember what I had. And I had, uh, 
we have these wheat thins at home mm-hmm. and you can eat like like 15 wheat thins actually isn't even that much calories but i'll do like i'll say i ate 30 no oh. because i'm like eh, yeah overshoot it because i don't know how many i actually ate right like i don't know i know do it was a food scale no that's my next step you should buy a food scale yeah that's my next step it'll make you you'll both feel awesome stupid and yeah. um obsessed at the same time i well i so one thing i do is i go by ounces though this one does this one will weigh ounces and grams oh, okay so you can you can switch between the units and i'll do that so that's pretty depending cool. on what the nutrition label yeah. says so i use i find that i do i, I just measure stuff a lot so if you, anything that you can, uh, so if it's like, if it's like ounces, I'll kind of ballpark it and just shoot up. Uh, yeah. but then I'll also do like, uh, you know, like I'll measure like a cup of something. Like I'll make sure I measure like out a cup. Yeah. And I know I need to get a food scale. That's my next step. Mine I've used so much that my like the buttons are the, yeah. the writing on the buttons are wearing off, That's but my it's next like step. eight years old. So yeah. Next steps, food scale. Yeah. Digital. Get a digital one. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I did buy a new regular scale. You did tell me that. Yeah. That isn't uh, digital. It isn't digital, no. So it's accurate. I feel like great. our digital is accurate. Well, but mine th- The was... reason I ended up buying... Because I, I, we have two scales. And I think I told you this. The reason I bought the second scale is because I thought I broke the first one. And the first one is in poor condition. And it, but I had decided... Okay, this isn't working right because I was get, this is when I started gaining all that weight back. Right, yeah. And so I went and bought another scale, and I hopped on that scale. I'm like, this gonna sh- this will show what? that scale, that piece of shit scale right there. And I get on there, and then I hop back between the two, and I'm getting the same weight. Damn, so, it, I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> no, I get. Um, but but the scale, I like that you can recalibrate it at zero. It's really easy. Uh, the scale that I had, remember, I told you, uh, it was a digital scale. I think it was cheap though. It was a Weight Watchers scale from oh. Rite Aid. And if you stood on it three separate times, you had five weight increments between every single time you stood on it. Yeah. So it was so inaccurate. So you'd step on it one time, and it'd be like, oh, okay. You, then you step on it again, and then it'd be like way under. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Then you step on it again, and then it'd be way over the first time that you stepped on it. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So I always would I always would mark the heaviest. Yeah. You know, but it still wasn't very accurate. And. I don't think it was very accurate in the first place. I think it was saying I was uh, lighter than what I was, even at the heaviest. I just don't. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Because when I bought this new one, and I stood on it the first time. I was like, "Wow, I've got to get my life under control." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, the one I um, that wasn't what I was. That wasn't where my thought process was going. I was trying to change the subject, or oh. not change the subject, but move on past the scale part. The scale part. Um, oh, well, it has to do with weighing, basically. Yeah. I'm weighing every morning. So do I. Yeah, which and I guess you're not supposed to do, but I don't care. I, you know, because I, we've, we've talked about this before. I'm of two minds on it. You're not supposed to, but at the same time, me doing it every day helps to keep... I mean, there's the days when I'm like, I don't... Where my weight doesn't move or it even goes up a little bit where I'm like, ah... I logged that in. And yeah, I logged that in the phone. Cuz because the Fitbit app gives you the average of what yeah. your week was. Yeah. 
So I don't know. It's, I, it's frustrating. Bree doesn't like that I weigh every day because she because I get upset. <laughs> Not that I even say anything about it. It's just like she knows I'm upset internally. Yeah. Well, and Nicole didn't like it either, but now she's like on board with the way in everyday thing too. Yeah. But that was part of what her routine was um, required. Th- this diet requires that she hop on the scale every day. Um, All I know is the last like five days when I've gotten on there, like on Sunday when I weighed that day and I was up those 10 pounds, which by the way, it wasn't a big surprise. I knew what kind of weekend I had, <laughs> you know, uh, on Monday when I weighed and I was like a couple pounds lighter. I was like, okay, getting some of that weight out. You know, I was still, I was still bloated on Monday. You know, I felt it. Yeah. You know how you feel it? I felt that bloatedness from the weekend. And then about Wednesday or what Tuesday or whatever day I texted you. So that was either yesterday or the day before I had gotten that back down that 10. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. And then today it was three more. So like, okay. It was only water weight. Yeah. The real 10 pounds I lost was the real 10 pounds. How much water have you been drinking every day? Oh, over a gallon. Nice. Yeah, I'm hitting. Easily over a gallon. I drink four of these a day. And I'm actually, I'm doing, I'm drinking cancer, I guess, because I refill this bottle. I do. I refill this. I use yeah, this. Yeah, but that's not, but that's a safe one to drink from. This is what they say. Oh, it's has the, the bottle? I'm. Yeah, I think it's like the plastic. I don't know. Um, Whatever. If I get cancer and they're like, you got the cancer from drinking out of plastic bottles, and I'll be like, ah, touche. But I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, until I that. you meant the water itself. No, no, no. Because I. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Rockefeller. I can't afford to buy smart water and well, drink four of them free. a day. You know, you yeah. could get one of these. I know, but for whatever reason, I, I am. I enjoy drinking water from a plastic bottle for some reason. So if I got you one of these, you wouldn't use it? Oh, you can get me one. Okay. You have? They're free. Oh, yeah, give me I one. Get, I'm, in, I'm, on the, I'm on the board. Okay. How many How many uh, ounces is one of those? 24? It's 24. Okay. Yeah. That's what it looks like. I actually, I was, I was unsure. So how many I, ounces? Is that 24? Uh, 24 ounces? I was unsure, so I actually took a, a, a thing and a put thing it in there. fucking did the to measure it out <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to the show yeah thanks for listening to the weight loss chronicles it's not a basement boys episode basement boys 2 episode unless we're talking about oh, well, we, we missed two weeks to do it it's so. growth it's growth because when we first did the, the I, first I version of basement boys less. right <laughs> kidding the first kidding. version of basement boys we did all we did was complain about being fat yeah now we want to change it and so this time around you wait you wait this is yeah. before photos for me. You're 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 at your after basically. Uh, no, I got a ways to go yet. I'm still. Yeah. I want. I still want to lose. I I could afford to lose probably twenty five more pounds. Twenty five, or more if I wanted to get down to my. Your goal. Well, my goal is more reasonable, like ten more pounds. Oh, I'm not even. I'm but, not going by that BMI bullshit. Yeah, I'm. I'm talking about like the. Oh that index and that's Go hard online. have you gone online and seen there's a B, there's the BMI scale and there's a thing called the ideal weight scale you need to go find that it's like an oh, okay. updated version of the, of, uh, of BMI and it actually has you put in your height and your age and it tells you what your ideal weight should be huh 
I don't know. I don't know what there is to it, but they say. But basically, the reasoning is like the BMI is completely outdated. So why are we using that? So it's, is it an excuse for people to be obese? Well, I think <laughs> the fact that when the BMI was I mean, humans are bigger, right? Like humans are like bigger than they were when they created. Dude, they they got the BMI scale from like the burning bush. It's like, Moses, set your people free, and also you can stand to lose a few pounds. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Catch us on BaseballBoys2.com, uh, the Twitter, and all that good stuff. Bye. The intro music for this episode is Ready, Aim, Fire, and the outro music is Summon the Rock, spelled like Hawk, by Kevin McLeod, or Kevin McLeod of... Uh, Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, uh, creativecommons.org. All right. Bye.